0: On this episode of Locked on Lightning, we're continuing our season preview series. Today, we're talking about Nick Paul. You're Locked on Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked on Lightning, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I just want to thank you all for making us your first listen of the day. If you haven't already done so, please go ahead and subscribe to Locked on Lightning wherever you find podcasts available in audio form. And also subscribe to our channel over on YouTube on this episode of Locked on Lightning. We're continuing our preseason player previews. And today we are talking about Nick Paul. We're taking a look at his season. Uh, What kind of season do we expect out of him? Uh, We kind of reflect back on the last couple of years, not only his time with the Lightning, but as well as his time up in Ottawa. We talk about the growth there with him as well. And like I said, this is a continuation of our player previews. Uh, If you haven't already already done so, please go ahead and check back on our last one where we spoke about Nikita Kucherov, a lot of cool things were spoken about there, Um, what kind of season Kucherov could have this year uh, at this point in his career. Is there any more room for growth? So you definitely don't want to miss out on that one, as we will be doing all of the players on this Lightning team as we get ever closer to the upcoming 2023-24 season. So, just a review with Nick Paul his last year uh, with the Tampa Bay Lightning: 80 games played, 17 goals, 32 points, with a plus-minus of 11, and four of those goals I might have to mention are game winners. So, definitely had a big effect on this Tampa Bay Lightning team. Uh, as they got back to the playoffs and unfortunately we're unable to get another playoff run. But I think that like we have discussed on past episodes, as well as right after the conclusion of that series against Toronto, I think that that is definitely something that is going to benefit this team coming into this season. Uh, Not only does it help the players that have been on this team for quite some time, kind of, re-energize but also allow players like nick paul who has only been on this team for really only 100 games has only played 100 games with Tampa lightning as we all know was traded at the deadline during the 21-22 season um midway through uh really made an effect there uh really really has improved uh i believe since then um I think it all it gives him a chance to kind of take a step back um, because it can be I I I could only imagine somewhat of a world when where you're going from regular season to playoffs and then you only have a short amount of time uh, compared to other players in the league who are on teams that have early playoff exits or who haven't played who didn't play in the playoffs at all. Uh, it can feel like in the blink of an eye, you only have a couple of months off and bam, you're back in preseason in training camp uh, so. A guy like Nick Paul, who is definitely going to be a big uh, piece in this Tampa Bay Lightning success. I think that the offseason is really something that I think that, you know, as much as it's unfortunate that the Lightning didn't weren't able to really get deeper into the playoffs. Uh, a guy like that, I think it's really going to help him a lot, really kind of further examine what he needs to rely uh, work on. Uh, in the off season. So just looking at Nick Paul's career as a whole kind of gets you a sense of what kind of player he is. Um, He's been in the league since 15, 16 and very interesting um, player to say the least. He's kind of a player where at this point in his career, uh, he's 27 years old. He's played nine years in the league, really eight. This will be his ninth season. I'm very curious to see what kind of player he is, you know, it's one of those things where, and we could talk about this with a lot of players on this Lightning team in terms of, they could do a lot of things very well, uh, which is great, but as we've spoken about on this podcast multiple times with multiple players, especially when the Lightning are struggling, um, it's not the worst thing in the world to have a lot of players that could do a lot of different things. Uh, But as was the case at certain points, especially early on in that Maple Leaf series, you didn't have guys scoring. You didn't have guys really not only not scoring, but not being able to do it in key moments. And Nick Paul is a player that we have seen in the very brief time that he has played with the Tampa Bay Lightning, where he could do a lot of things well. Um, As you've seen in his brief time uh, with Tampa Bay Lightning. 100, 100 games played, 22 goals, 46 points. Uh, his plus minus is at a 15, which is great for a guy who is definitely going to be the anchor of that third line forward. And my thing is with him, you know, other than the fact that he could do that pretty well uh, scoring wise, as well as he's one of the best players on this team in terms of faceoff percentage. I'm very curious to see, you know, even though he's on the third line and the Lightning as well as other teams really look for guys that could do pretty much of everything um on both sides of the ice on the third line. I'm very curious where he's going to lean towards in terms of contributions for this team. And what I mean is Yeah, you have your scores and then you have your facilitators and that's all good and great but at the end of the day as we've seen in years past uh the third line is really the pot stir is really the the line that gets things going for this tampa bay team especially when they're struggling and mark my words they will have their struggles uh as we are fully aware of and we'll definitely see more of that uh in this upcoming season because if if it's one thing that we could rely on with the Tampa Bay lightning is that they are going to have their nights where they're going to play very well and look like one of the best teams in the league, but there's also going to be other nights where they're just not going to be able to get anything done. And they're going to come out really flat against teams that really, they should be almost blowing out. And I think that, this team, especially with some of the question marks that we will be seeing, especially with this third line, um, with Nick Paul, can he be the guy? Can he be the guy that could score? Uh, a guy that can consistently win faceoffs while getting things going, scoring-wise. Um, can he help guys like Michael Essamont, who had a very good stretch with the Lightning after coming over via trade? uh playing pretty well in that series uh, against the toronto maple Leafs, and can he also help tanner Janot kind of get things going because as we all know and we'll get into that with the player preview when we get to tanner Janot, but can he kind of be that guy that could wrangle everybody in like what we saw with the third line in years past with yanni gord blake coleman uh Sorelli in past years as well. Um can he be that guy that could kind of make everybody around him better, but also be the leader on that on that on that line. And and that's gonna be a big question mark for Paul. And and really right now, I know it's it's September 19th. We still got a long ways to go. Uh right now we're in the midst of Tampa Bay rookies uh, training camp and and they've been playing well but When we get to October 10th opening night, will what kind of player will we see uh dawning the 20 jersey? Now, obviously, this is going to be an evolution of Nick Paul as the season goes on, but at the same time, you know, I expect kind of at least my way too early to throw down expectations for him is that we we know with the second line, let me preface what what my expectations are by saying this, is with the second line, as for the time being, unless the Lightning brand somebody who could help, or if a forward overperforms, whether that be Janot, Essamont or even Paul himself, or someone underperforms like Sherry, Sorelli, or Hagel, which I don't expect any of those guys to do, and, and we've spoken about probably to exhaustion over the course of the summer, how really I think that Hegel should be on the first line, Stamkos should be on the second line, or even on the third line at this point in his career. Um, and, and I still believe that how Stamkos plays this year is really gonna dictate what the lines are gonna look like uh, from one to three. But I think that we could at least confidently say at this point in time, that Nick Paul does have the ability to contend for that second line forward position. Now, whether that be down the center position, which if that's the case, if he is even in the conversation to contend to play center on the second line forward position, then something is off because this is the year where Anthony Sorelli, if we haven't already considered him, especially what he did last year with such a short amount of time. If we're having the conversation at any point in time that Sorelli is not the guy on the second line, most likely it's because he's either hurt or he's just a ghost out there. And that's the case. That's, not a good thing for this Lightning team. If if we're having the conversation at any point in time that Nick Paul is contending for the second line fo- uh, center position, that's a problem. But at the same time, if he's going to be thrown out on the wing, then that's great news. I know it's it's it might be a little bit of a, a give and take in terms of you know a lot of chips falling in certain positions for for Nick Paul to to play on that second line. I think that really. i I really think that the easy decision um and what i mean by that is stanco's not being on the first line i think that that's a decision that's inevitably going to be made at some point i call it easy because he really we all know kind of what from what we saw last year where this is gonna go if you watch this team on a nightly basis um, but at the same time, it's also frustrating. And, and at the same time, I know John Cooper, as we all know, um, can get into the mode of of not wanting to change things, but at the same time changing a lot of other things. Um, so we'll see with that. But I, I really think that this year, Nick Paul is going to take that next step. I think that he is going to be on the second line. But it's more so going to be because of Stamkos underperforming and, and forcing John Cooper's hand to – maybe move him down a line or two. Uh, and, and I think also at the same time, you know, we'll talk about this when we get to Essamon and Janelle. I think that Stamkos being on that third line is really gonna benefit those guys because you have a veteran like that who has, who who is the best player in franchise history, uh, years of hockey experience and, and knowledge, playing on a third line with two guys that are still very much in the infancy of their careers. Uh, You put those guys, those three guys together, you'll see an uptick in performance for at least Janot and Esmond, in my opinion. Um, But with Nick Paul, I think that he's such a savvy player to where he could play on any line, and he will definitely get some playing time with with that second line, because I I think at certain points, um, especially early on in the season, uh, John Cooper is going to want to put Paul with Sorelli and Hegel just because they know each other a lot better. Um, they and and mind you all, if if you're wondering where I'm just getting all these lines from, I'm I'm going from the projects that are on DailyFaceoff.com. So if you want to look at those line combos, definitely very accurate. Uh, definitely um, definitely something that you know when you look at all these players and how they fit. Um, I think that, you know, and and especially with the way Cooper likes to move things around, I think Paul really uh, will gel well with Sorelli and Hagel, especially in tough situations throughout the game. Um, Shiri, I would not be surprised if he gets moved down to the third. Now that kind of leaves it wide open. Who's going to be that guy down the middle? Most likely Essamont, but I'm not going to throw too much faith into that combination as well but yeah i think nick paul is one of those guys where where you look at him and where he fits into this team and you know what john john cooper's plans for him potentially could be for this this season i think it really depends on the rest of the team i think that you throw him into any situation he's going to succeed i would just like preferably to see more scoring out of him uh, because the Lightning are definitely going to need it. They're definitely going to need him to come up big. They're definitely going to need him to score in big time spots. Um, and I think that that's going to result in you seeing that game winning goals number going from four, like we saw last year, to probably a number like maybe eight or nine, even ten. Because I think he plays a huge role with this team. And and I think you're now you're going to see him in his first, his second full season. With this tampa bay team you're going to start to see him more uh integrated and and more kind of all over the place um with this tampa bay team as they try to get back to the playoffs and make another deep run uh towards another stanley cup so we'll continue this conversation um coming up what kind of season are we expecting you know numbers wise um Is he going to lean like i said is he going to lean towards more scoring is he going to lean towards more facilitating the puck Um, what kind of numbers are we going to see for nick paul in his second full season with the tampa bay lightning but first i want to talk about one of our sponsors today and that is our friends over at jace medical now everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected that's why jace medical offers the jace case the jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you a peace of mind so that you are not hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency jace medical makes you make sure you have the medication in hand jace medical is simple they handle everything from online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care don't get caught and unprepared save more than 360 dollars by getting these life-saving antibiotics with jace medical plus an additional 20 dollars off by using code locked on at checkout on jacemedical.com that's j-a-s-e medical.com promo code locked on so once again i want to thank you all for making us your first listen of the day if you have already done so please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast we're available wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form we're also available on siriusxm this year uh you could download our podcast on there as well so don't forget to do that on the siriusxm app and as always go ahead and subscribe to our channel on youtube we hit the 700 subscriptions mark like I said we get as we get ever closer to that thousand subscribers Mark we will provide once we do that we will provide more information on our sweepstakes surrounding a giveaway so as long as you're subscribed you are automatically entered into that so go ahead and do that and you can follow me on Twitter or formerly known it or form formerly known as Twitter whatever you want to call it these days at danky dank d-e-n-k-y-d-a-n-k love hearing from all of you if you want to throw me a question in my dms about how i feel about this player or that player or you know what kind of season we're going to have i will answer all those questions eventually as we get ever closer to the upcoming 23-24 season but right now we are previewing nick paul um his upcoming season second full year with the tampa bay lightning after coming over via trade at the deadline um having a, an incredible year to start off and has only gotten better uh as he's played more and more games and and really in my opinion a a a cornerstone of this tampa bay lightning team because you, you know you have obviously you have your foundation in point hegel vasileski Kucherov. Um, If you still want to throw Stamkos into that equation, that's great. I, and we'll talk about that when we get to Steven Stamkos. Not fully buying into him being kind of a big cog in the machine. I think he's going to be more of a supporting cast player. And we will be talking about him on the next episode, previewing his upcoming season. So you definitely don't want to miss out on that. But right now, we're talking about Nick Paul. And just to refresh everybody's memories, uh, had a very good year last year. 80 games played, 17 goals scored, 32 points. And I think he's only going to get better. Um, I think that, though, as much as I want to go out there and say that, I think he could score 35 goals most likely isn't going to happen i think he's got the talent to kind of get there but being on the third line being with tanner Gino and mikey asima probably not going to happen i think that if he gets moved up to the second line at some point i mean permanently because he will get a lot of ice time this season uh with sorelli and hagel and other players as well I think really right now, we got to ask ourselves, is he a 20-goal scorer? And what I mean is, yes, he has the potential to score 20 goals, absolutely. Can he hit that this year, ideally, on the third line? And the answer is yes. I think that he's a very smart player. I think that he is fully aware, because when you look at him playing on the ice, and he skates around even without the puck he is a player that i think we could fully agree that he is fully aware of what he could do in this situation in that situation and you could just tell by his body language that he he you know he may not be the flashiest guy he may not be the fastest guy on the ice he may not have or a wrister that he could rip off past the goaltender from 10 feet away. But he's smart. He He's very good at positioning himself on the ice, kind of not at the level of Kucherov, but to where he knows where he needs to be in order to make his teammates successful, to make himself successful to put them and himself in the best position to score a goal. And on the other side, I says, well, uh, when to be physical, when to get into the passing lane, when to get in the shooting lane, what to do in this situation, that situation. And I think when you have a player like that, that makes you very dangerous, especially in this NHL where it's all flash, where it's all scoring, scoring, scoring. Um, playing like that and be able to, to turn the game on a dime when you know, you're know you in the defensive zone and, and you need to make a stop and then get going really quick down the other side of the ice, I think that really that will set you up, as we've seen in years past with guys like Point and Kucherov. When you have guys like that, that, I believe, in my opinion, is more valuable than a guy who could – Rip off fireballs from the edge of his stick. I think that really he's going to set himself up for a lot of opportunities. And the only question is, and we really can't concretely answer this right now, but we'll see it as the season progresses and goes on. Can he capitalize on those situations? And I firmly believe he can. I firmly believe that he will be a 20 goal scorer. Um, as for points, I think that 40, 45 tops, will that's where we'll see him this year. Um, I, I, I think that we will see him Get more power play time than we have seen in years past with him, obviously, because with certain players exiting the organization, I think that he is going to be a vital part. He is going to be playing down the middle um, on that second power play unit. Um, I think that really, though, it at the end of the day, it really depends on what also he's got around him. You know, he's a kind of player, as what we've seen with players that come to this organization, um, you know, they may not be a name that a lot of people really know. And when you look at what he's done in Ottawa, as opposed to coming here, you know, it's not a bad thing. He He is a product of what he's had around him. And he is in a situation where he's best able to use his skills without going too overboard and sacrificing other elements of his play. You know, he was unable to do that in Ottawa because he didn't have a good team around him. Whereas now here in Tampa Bay, he's got probably four guys off the top of my head that are all stars or should be all stars, even though they don't select that many from each team. So I, I think at the end of the day, you know, as much as we want to sit here and and almost wishfully think that, yes, Nick Paul can and should be a 20 goal scorer with a 45 point season. It's really dependent on what situations he is put in. Uh, can he capitalize on opportunities that are given to him? throughout the course of the season. and and I full, fully believe, as I just stated, you know, him being able to play the game in such a smart way where he gives himself opportunities, um, he is going to succeed. And when Nick Paul succeeds, as we have seen in past games, this lightning team succeeds. so we'll keep an eye on that and hopefully uh, not only can he reach those expectations that we have for him, but also surpass them and and possibly, Catapult this team and almost carried them like we like what we saw with him a couple of years ago in the playoffs. So we will wrap things up in just a little bit, but first I want to talk about our last sponsor of the day, and that's our friends over at FanDuel Sportsbook. Now, in case you haven't heard, FanDuel Sportsbook is America's number one sportsbook right now. New customers get two hundred dollars in bonus bets guaranteed. When you place a $5 bet, that's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, then there's no better place to get in on the action. The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn as the NFL season is already underway. The Buccaneers are playing very good football right now, and you definitely don't want to miss out on bets for them as they continue to try to get back to the playoffs as well as throwing some of those prop bets uh for the tampa Bay lightning in the upcoming season so visit fandle.com and include money lines that props etc or any team and go to vandal.com like i said slash locked on kick off the nfl season so wrapping things up um as always want to thank you all for making us our first listen of the day i think that he Nick Paul is going to be fine this year. You know, as much as we could worry, a lot of question marks as always surrounding the Tampa Bay Lightning team. Can this player, not only this team play better than what we saw last year, because really other than I believe it was the month of January, this team was really just teetering on mediocrity. And that might sound a little harsh, but you, and it may not look so much It may not look like that when you look at the the season as a whole. You may not look at it even when you look at the scores. But if you watched all those games and you watched almost every shift, you know what I'm talking about. And I think that really, as we go throughout these these player previews, you are going to hear more and more me discuss how really it's at the end of the day, it's going to be up to John Cooper to really, you know, these players go out, they can play well, they can play bad. But as the coach, John Cooper is really going to need to guide these guys. And whether that be making decisions that are not popular or popular, uh, that's his job. He's going to have to make the tough decisions. And, and, and I think that players like Nick Paul make his life difficult and easy because Nick Paul, guy who could do a little bit of everything, throw him on the third line, solid, no questions asked, no problem. At the same time, if he overperforms, then you got an issue on your hands, especially if you have guys on the higher lines not really performing up to standards. And, you know, what do you do there? Uh, Do you throw up the hot hand or do you sit on your veterans? Uh, Something that we saw almost too much of last year. You know, a lot of people like to say fatigue, but listen, at the end of the day, see other teams performing you know may not have played as many games as lightning i've played over the last five years but at the same time professionals they go out there they get paid to do a certain job you got to leave it all on the line every night and after a certain period of time you can't really use fatigue as an excuse especially when you're constantly bringing in players uh, that have not played as many previous games as maybe some of the other players on this team so like i said on the next episode we'll be having our discussion it's going to be an interesting episode because i think a lot of people will have a lot of different things and emotions uh to display about our preview of Steven stamkos so you definitely don't want to miss out on that so in the meantime that's been it for this episode of locked on lightning part of the locked on podcast network i'm your host adam danker i'll talk to you in the next one